0: Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Mystery, drama, action, and a dash of comedy. Well... I have to say that this is an anime for a very cultured individual. Thank you for listening to the What's awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, this is Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another anime review. And today, I am finally reviewing Code Geass. Yes, yes, we've all seen Code Geass at one point or another, at least... We've, you've probably all heard of it by this point, and man, what a fantastic anime! Crap, tastic anime! This it wasn't crap; it was it was awesome. It was freaking awesome. Anyway, uh, Code Geass has fifty episodes: twenty five in the first season, twenty five in the second season. And uh, it aired from October 6, 2006 to July 29th, 2007 for the first season. And um, the second season aired on April 6, 2008 to September 28th, 2008. And uh, yeah, this is. Man. <laughs> I, 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 can't even, I can't even speak. The studio that browses anime is um, or adapted this anime, Sunrise. And the licensors are Funimation and Bandai. Entertainment. So here's the synopsis. So basically, Code Geass revolves around a guy named Lelouch V. Britannia, right? And basically, in this world, Lelouch lives in an area called Area Eleven, or Colony Colony uh, uh, Eleven. No, it was Area Area Eleven. Whatever, whatever it was. But anyway, excuse my. Uh, it is raining, so I had a storm. Uh, signal in the background but anyway all right so loose lives in an area called area 11 which is basically japan and the world is dominated by the great nation of britannia that's right britannia has pretty much taken over the world and they're like a, the, the number one superpower everywhere right and japan has been subjugated they have to do anything that uh, britannia tells them to do and Lelouch happens to be the 99th su- successor to the throne. You might be asking, well, why is Lelouch like, why, why is he in Japan when he should be like the 99th successor? Like, shouldn't he be in the throne room just waiting for people to die? Well, no, he was a threat. So he had to be, he and his sister, Nunnally had to be sent away. He was cast away by his, his daddy, who was a jerk. He looks like a, a George Washington ripoff. <laughs> but anyway, um, one thing leads to another. Lelouche eventually meets an immortal witch named Cece. Or she, she has like 50 names. It's, it's ridiculous. R2. Like she she has like, yeah, she, she has a bunch of names, but we're just gonna call her Cece, right? She's an immortal witch and she bestows upon him something called Gios. And Gios is kind of like a showering gun, but better (laughs) to a certain extent. Uh, It it doesn't copy things, but it does. Basically, it forces people to do things. It's like it it gives the the person who has it, which is an eye power, which is why I, I you know, compared to the showering gun. Um, it, it It's a very powerful form of hypnotism. So he's like, hey, you, go take a dump. So that person will go and, like, blow it up for days. So <laughs> it's such a stupid uh, uh, example. Anyway, so now that Lelouch has the power Gios, uh, you know, he has this vast intellect. He's, like, vastly... Uh, um, intellectually superior to everyone around him. He uses this intellect to get back at Britannia. And um, so he, he basically becomes the leader of a group of terrorists or freedom fighters, depending on how you look at them, um, called the Black Knights. And uh, basically, yeah, he, he takes command of them. He dons a mask and he becomes the anti-hero Zero. And depending on who... You know, whatever side you're looking at, he's either a hero or a villain, but he's essentially an anti-hero. But yeah, he dons a mask, becomes zero, hides his identity from everybody. And he's leading this group of freedom fighters, slash terrorists, as they try to win their uh, freedom from Britannia. And things just get cray-cray from there. That's a synopsis. Let's get into review, baby. So yeah, I thought I'd go and dust this old review off. And this, guys, I wrote this review some time ago, so I'm not gonna get super in depth with the anime. It's really just gonna be a, a gloss over of the entire series. Um, d- just what I thought of the series—not so much an uh, in-depth review. But anyway, I, I just this anime is just awesome. There's a reason why his rate is so high <clears throat> on so many sites and so many people. If you hear any review on it. It's just highly rated. And, yeah, the new movie just dropped. I think it's out in Japan already. I don't know when it's coming to the U.S. It's called Code Geass R3, Lelouch, Lelouch of the Resurrection. And if you know how this ends, which I won't drop the spoiler, um, we already have, you know, there's already rumors that, oh, crap, maybe what happened at the end on the last episode didn't really you know, didn't go down as we thought it did, but anyway, I'm just creeping real close in the spoiler territory, like super spoiler spoiler territory, so I'm just gonna leave that alone, but yeah, man, this anime is just so freaking good, and like I said in the intro, like this anime has mystery, comedy, drama, action, it's just like the perfect... Like it has a perfect synergy to all these things, and it's just you—you you don't see too many anime that can just pull off that kind of masterpiece that this anime uh, was able to produce. And it was kind of a weird sentence, but whatever. So, first thing I want to say is that Koyama's had an ability to draw on the viewer. With uh with its with the storyline. It was super suspenseful, right? At the end of every episode, or at least many of the episodes. I don't say every, but <clears throat> excuse me, at the end of many of the episodes, you're left at this cliffhanger, like holy crap did that just happen? Holy crap did she just do that? Holy crap that he just used a showering gun. I mean <laughs> the showering gun. The uh um um Uh, Gios for that. Uh, You know, so there's a lot of times where I found myself throughout the series saying, holy crap, that was awesome. If an anime can get you to say holy crap that many times, then it's doing something right. I'm just saying there's just so many of those cliffhanger moments where you're just like, you literally this might sound cliche. It is cliche. You're literally just sitting on the edge of your chair. Like, Holy crap. I need like, this is marathon material right here because like you don't have a choice. Like you want to like watch an episode two and then you're going to go to class or go to work or go and do something else. No. Like if you're left at one of these cliffhanger episodes you you'd be like oh boss <laughs> i'm sick <laughs> i can't come in today uh oh uh, i'll i'll be in i'll be in tomorrow and then you'll just be home all day watching go gi i guarantee it because i literally did that crap <laughs> i literally did that crap when i was first watching go gi he is so good and this anime is really because of the suspense because of the mystery there's a lot of mystery in this anime because of the cliffhangers like Code is really in a class all his own there there aren't many anime that I would you know compare to Code because really it is its own weight class and it's a heavyweight guys it is so freaking good and then, of course, we get a whole lot of seeing that Sunrise, you know, adapted this. Of course, Sunrise is the freaking uh, studio that handles all the gun, the Gundam uh, series. So, of course, there's a lot of action. There's a lot of mobile suit um they're called nightmare still frames uh in this anime but basically they're they're mobile suits (laughs) i mean they're called nightmare still frames but they're they're mobile suits just that's what they are so that's the kind of action we're going to get you're going to get a lot of mobile suit battles uh ship to ship battles a lot of you know gunplay where you have soldiers trying to kill each other and you know, the Black Knights are basically terrorists, so they got to bust in and, you know, they'll come in with, they'll repel down into a room and start just busting up all the soldiers in there. So you're going to get a lot of gunplay. You're going to get a lot of uh, uh, mobile suit battles and whatnot. And it's really cool to see, um, you know, Zero. He's, he's this masterful tactician. And it's like as he's going into battle, the Black Knights are almost always outgunned as terrorists. Are typically outgunned, right? They don't have the same resources as Britannia. Uh, they don't have the same weaponry or, or or body armor, or even their their mobiles mobile suits are the nightmare. Or I don't know if their mobile suits are called nightmare steel frames, but whatever. Their mobile suits, you know, still aren't of the same quality as you know Britannia's top quality uh, nightmare steel frames, um, but. Um Lelouch or AK-Zero is this masterful tactician. He's able to just manipulate every battlefield like he's just playing chess. And it's really cool to be able to get into the mind, you know, of, of this character as he's moving around his troops like they're pawns. And you're always like, oh, well, if he does that, she's going to die. You know, it's like because we don't see it. And that's how good the writing is. Like the writing is so good that even the viewer can't see what he's trying to do and then he just pulls out the wall you know like he pulls out the rug from from the the feet of the enemy and always looks like it's uh completely hopeless but then like he'll pull some masterful move and all of a sudden everyone's bending to his will and I don't know what his character type is called but it's is a common character type that you find in in a lot of anime and one example is um Ah oh, crap, it, it, it was just in my head. The one where there's the brother and sister duo uh and they're playing a game, no game no life. There we go. Um and I don't I don't know his name, but you know the 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 brother in No Game No Life, he's a character like that where he's, you know, super smart. He's always outsmarting everyone. Always looks like the chips are down for him and then he'll be like, ha, oh, you've been playing into my trap all along," you know? That kind of thing. And that's the kind of character that Lelouch is and his character is done so well that is not cliche because sometimes, you know, those super smart type characters, which I'm sure there's an actual uh, um, title for those type of characters. But anyway, um, those type of characters can sometimes come off as being cliche. You know, they're just overly, um, overly intelligent and they're, they're always at an advantage. They're always manipulating everyone or the situation, I should say, in their favor. But his character was so well done that it didn't come off as cliche. So, you know, I love that. It was really good. Uh, And, yeah, speaking of character development, it was awesome. There's all kinds of characters, of course. Um, And, you know, Lelouch, his backstory is pretty tragic because he and his sister normally are basically exiled to Japan. Uh, because the royal family are just known for just killing each other for the throne, and the dad's like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna get shot by this guy. Get him, get him out of here. I can't have him grow up and, then, you know, stab me in the throat or something, Game of Thrones style. So get, get him, throw him in Japan or something. You know, he's basically exiled out there, and it's pretty jacked up. And I will say that his dad really does look like a George Washington ripoff. <laughs> like if George Washington had the power of Geass, um, and if George Washington was ripped, then he would, He would, and you know what, George Washington was a general, so he probably was ripped. Uh, he looks just like this guy. You know, he has a powdered wig and stuff, and it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, the storyline was, oh my gosh, this, this anime, some anime are character-driven, and some anime are story-driven, and while the character development was not super on point with this, this anime is 100% story-driven, oh my gosh, as a writer myself, I recognize really good writing when I see it, and sorry, I always have something in my throat when I'm doing these things, Um, and not to say like, oh, I'm so superior, you know, I I can see, you know, I, I can spot good writing from a mile away, no, like, this had really good writing, like the 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 writers for this for the, for the manga and, and the anime and all that. Man, it is so good. Like you have really prominent backstories. You have these secondary and tertiary characters that just woven into the main story, and it's just it's just good, man. It's I, I really wish I had done a more in depth review, as I tend to you know. Like, I wrote this back in 2012, on the verge of 2013. So, you know, it's been a while, but still, still want to do the review because, you know, the drop of the big movie. Uh, but man, man, this, uh, the, it's the combination of the character development and the plot that really just makes this series a standout from a whole lot of other crap that's out there and even though some of the you know the the other higher tier anime um Code Geass still stands in the in the class all its own now you guys know I love musical scores you know I love sound um anime soundtracks man this soundtrack was freaking awesome you yeah, have like the, the howling choirs you know and yeah, uh, like uh, a piano osts and it's just it's just so good of course i'm gonna do uh, an anime soundtrack breakdown for this series as well because it is awesome go to youtube type in code Geass, uh, ost you know and get one of those those um tracks or, or get one of those um a uh, playlist where, you know, the guy, he, some person or YouTuber will like splice together like two hours of awesomeness, <laughs> you know, go look for one of those and just have it in the background when you're like doing homework or, or, you know, just chilling, just chilling. And, uh, it is really good. Now, uh, when it came to the artwork, I was, I had to get used to it. You know, it's it just, everyone just looks so clanky and and like tall and and like lanky and it's it it was something i really had to get over um and and i got over it's it's artwork is never something that holds me back from watching an anime but except if it's triple x (laughs) holic because that that's just bonkers to me that i try to watch triple x holic and the artwork is just it's it's too it's too weird for me to really get into that studio bones has a not studio bones uh who is it uh it's a studio bones whatever it's whatever studio all female oh clamp studio clamp um has this way of drawing its characters that just throw me off so you know triple x-holic kills me (laughs) but anyway get back on topic i I had it excuse me i had to uh I had to get used to it. And but you know what? The rest of the series was just so good that I just got over it. And then after a while, like after like 3 or 4 episodes, it's it's not even an issue, you know? So it's it's just it was a nitpick back then. I think if I rewatched it today, it wouldn't have been an issue at all. So I'm just going to throw that it, it was just a little nitpick. I'm throwing that one out. The Window, but yeah, guys. Uh, uh another thing is um one, I guess another nitpick I had. I wish the the series was a little bit darker. Like if I had taken, like if I had been the writer for this, I would have made the artwork grittier, darker, and bloodier, just to match some of the more serious scenes and make them more serious. But you know, that's that's just how I would have done it. You know, it would have made the tone more serious uh, uh, for uh, for for the anime for the anime in general. But anyway, Kogias. Has a flair for the spectacular, and it's is an intelligent anime for a classy viewer, man. And this is required viewing for any anime fan. I don't care if you're primarily a romance fan, you know, genre fan. I don't care if you're just into to comedy. You know, it's get, check this anime out. It's just good storytelling, and it's anime at its finest. And I can't wait to see the new movie. I'm going to give Kogias a 9 out of 10. And I, like I said, I recommend this anime to all, all anime fans for shizzle. This is Batman Live 2002, guys. Can't wait for that movie. I wish like, sometimes I wish that this podcast was big enough where they're like, "Oh, Batman Live! We want to give you uh, a you know early access viewing so that you can review it early and give it to your fans." <laughs> you know, uh, getting there though, and getting there. I, I have over, um, I, I've passed the ten thousand three hundred listen mark. So this podcast has been played over ten thousand times. Holy crap! So you know, getting there, it might might need a couple more. Hundred thousand before people are like, Yeah, let's let's let this guy get some, let's fly him to Japan and have a like a personal translator whispering in his ear (laughs) during the movie. (laughs) That'd be ridiculous, anyway. This is Batman Live 2002. I'll be back soon with another anime soundtrack breakdown. I don't know what series it's going to be, but it's going to be a good one, whatever it's going to be. So, anyway, guys. Just, 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 just do me one favor. Stay with awesome people. Stay with sauce. Awesome. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Jana.